Hey, welcome back to the program. If you're just joining us for the first time, I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is your show all about real estate, the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, right? So we've been on air now for eight, almost nine years, actually, here on the Rhode Island Airwaves, and we're so happy to connect with our listeners each and every week. I want you to write down my phone number. This is my personal cell phone. Anything you need with real estate, anybody you need to help you with anything at all, we probably have somebody um, locally. Okay. We've got a huge resource, a huge amount of different businesses we work with. Um, and you can leverage my network for you if you are a listener. 401 359 2338. I mean, I'm talking top mortgage professionals, attorneys. Uh, builders, uh, tax professionals, financial advisors, you name it. We've got a slew of folks that can help you. Again, 401-359-2338. And I strongly suggest if you're looking to sell your home in the near future, or you're just curious about the home value, go to homevalue401.com. That's a free website I have for you. Again, homevalue401.com. Type in your address, and go ahead and get an idea of what's selling in your in your area. And if you want a thorough market report, you just click the button that asked me for it and I'll prepare that for you, no charge, okay? Good stuff, thanks for being here. So let's jump into it. Uh, today, we've got a great guest with us. We have Paul Salcone with North Point Bank and Paul uh, over at North Point has a slew of mortgage products. And every time he's on, we like to talk about a different product that he's offering and who this product is perfect for. And today, Paul wanted to talk about uh, Rhode Island housing and the down payment assistance program for first-time hires uh, buyers, which is one of the best in the country. We're very lucky to have it. And we're lucky to have you here with us, Paul. Welcome back to the program. Thank you, Amelia. I appreciate it. Always, always a pleasure. Now, Paul, I mean, first-time buyers have been driving the market for a couple of years now and make up a large majority. I, I think the largest majority now, millennials make up the largest majority of people in the housing market. And a big chunk of them and a small chunk of Gen Z is first time buyers. So you've got this great program. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. So again, round housing, has a uh, you know phenomenal first time home buyer program. It, it's geared toward you know obviously first time home buyers looking at one to four unit properties, and this is anywhere in the state of Rhode Island. It's not one town or towns. Some programs are just for certain you know cities or towns. This is for anywhere in the state. So keep that in mind. Um, it does allow you to get seventeen thousand five hundred as a down payment assistance slash closing cost. It can be used for. So it's a combination how you want to use it. Um, there's no repayment on this particular um, program, so it's not like something you'd pay back in the future. Do you have so to hold? Do you have to hold the house for a certain amount of time for that to be forgiven? No, this particular program, there's no amount of time that has to be held. But I mean, obviously, you would hope at least a year or two. But at the end of the day, there's no requirement in terms of how long you have to hold the uh, own the house for. So it is even more, you know, more of an incentive than normal. Um, mm -hmm. It definitely makes a lot of sense. And with this program, I mean, truthfully. You know, there are a couple major requirements, which you know, I wanted to touch on briefly. Number one, you have to have a 660 credit score. Um, mm -hmm. We spoke to Rhode Island Housing the other day. We had a nice, uh, our office had a session with them. And we went over the program again in detail and they were not making an exception. So 660 credit, um, you have to be a first time home buyer. And what that means is either you've never had a house at all, or mm -hmm. if you haven't had a house in the past three years, you would still qualify again, being a first time home buyer. 
Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. And then in terms of, you know, there are some income requirements. Uh, obviously, you know, if for one or two uh, household um, for income, one or two um, individuals, the maximum income is about $112,000. And for three or more, it's 129000 So, you know, you, you have to think, you know, majority of our first-time homebuyers are going to fall in that bracket. So it's not something where, you know, the, the uh, income, you know, it's a pretty good amount of income you have to make in order to not qualify. Um, so this is the general guidelines of the program. And, you know, with these loans, you know, we can close them in, you know, usually 30, 35 days. Um, some people have a stigma where, oh, Rhode Island housing, I don't know if I want to, you know, deal with the red tape. They've really streamlined their process now. It's something where, you know, we're all on the same page. It's almost like an FHA loan with a little little bit of a spin with, with the uh, down payment assistance. And, you know, keep in mind also, this program, while it is free money, you can also still put money down in addition to. So if you want to take advantage of the 17500 great. You can also put more money down if you'd like. So it's not mm-hmm. something where you can only be 17500 You can use your own funds as well. So some people are not aware of that. They're like, you know, hey, listen, I'll take the free money and then put my own money into it as well. You know, and, and it's something where the more money you put down, obviously, the lower your payment's going to be. And uh, with this program, I mean, one to four unit, if it's a multifamily home, two to four unit, we can actually use the rental income that the uh, the unit brings in, either through a lease agreement that's in place or mm-hmm. fair market rent that the appraiser determines. And we can use that to help qualify borrowers. So you think about it, you can buy a multifamily home in theory with no money down. You can use some of the money for a closing cost credit as well. And then you can have the income from the rental essentially pay for your mortgage as well. So, I mean, think about that for a first time home buyer, no money out of pocket or very little and also having the essentially the mortgage paid for by the other units and qualifying that way. So it is a great program. I mean, I, I, most people I, I speak to, oh, well, great. How does it work? And it's, it's really cut and dry. I mean, is there anything, Amelia, you want me to touch on in particular? I mean, this can be used anywhere in the state. It's, it's a great option right now that we have. You know, Paul, I think you did a really good job of explaining it. I would, I would stress this, right? I would stress this to any first-time buyers. My suggestion is you purchase a multifamily, okay? You purchase a four-unit when possible because you have four units under one roof, three of which are paying down um, the, the, you know, the principal on your mortgage, allowing you to have an appreciating asset over time. Those three units are a tax write-off for you in so many different ways. You can take depreciation on those as well. Um, You can also have an asset. This is the only time you're going to be able to purchase real estate with $0 down, zero closing costs in most all cases, okay? Zero, zilch, none. And you're going to get massive returns later on in life. Buy that four unit if you're a first-time buyer. Use the 100% uh, housing. Use the grant. Go in and capitalize on this, guys, because you're living at a very low cost after that, okay? Sometimes if you find the right deal, right, Paul? If you find the right deal, you can work free because rents are sky high. And here's the deal. Your payment is fixed for 30 years. It's fixed. And guess what? Rents have consistently gone up over time. Your taxes will go up, your insurance will go up, but rents outpace all of that. So yeah, so my suggestion is do that. And when you're ready and and what you should be doing, and this is the last piece of advice, I actually got this from my brother when uh, he paid off his truck, he still paid himself his truck payment every single month. 
800 bucks in the kitty, 800 bucks in the kitty, 800 bucks in the kitty, right? So let's just say if the difference between what you have to pay on your mortgage and what you normally would be paying if it was a single family home, let's say it's a thousand dollars, well, it's 12,000 a year, save up for two or three years. And now you got 36 grand, you go buy your single family home. You put, uh, you get a conventional note where you may not have to pay PMI. And now you have an asset that is income generating and appreciating and gives you tax benefits over time. It is a win, 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 win situation. You got to jump on that, guys. Absolutely do it. And just so you're aware, we did ask Rhode Island Housing how long they anticipate this will be available. And they said they anticipate at least through the end of 2023, maybe into early 24. So we still have a good six to eight months to utilize this as is. And then one other thing I wanted to mention, you, you talked about conventional and down the road. Well, we're out in housing. Most people are not aware of this. We all think of the down payment assistance, 17.5. It's like an FHA-based program. We're out in housing also has, this is where I think it's going to be important, a conventional option where you can buy, now in this case, you can buy a multifamily home, two to four unit, conventional financing now with 5% down. Mm-hmm. Everyone considers conventional multifamily, oh, you have to put down 15 or 20%. Keep in mind, when we have a situation where, you know, maybe a house isn't FHA approved, multifamily, let's go conventional, 5% down, and we can get ourselves into a multifamily home that maybe wouldn't pass FHA guidelines. And we can close these as well in 30 days or so. So keep that in mind when you have investors or investments, I should say, um, you know, investment properties, even, you know, we can look at all of our options, but multifamily sometimes don't pass even self-sufficiency tests. That's something else that's come up in the past. This is a way around that as well. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic, Paul. There's, you know, there's, there's a lot. So, you know, when we, when we talk with buyers, right, we get buyers from uh, uh, several different sources. Okay. And when we have buyers uh, that call us in, let's just say off of Zillow or, you know, off of our website, actually, usually when they call off the website, it's actually easier. I'll get to that in a second. But when we have people that we contact on Zillow or some other lead platforms, Um, that are just, they want to go look at a house. Paul, I can't tell you how often they don't want to talk about mortgage. They don't want to talk about pre-approval. They don't want to talk about finding a product for them. They just want to go look at homes first. And we have to always have that tough conversation with people like, hey, listen, you can't do that. You have to be pre-qualified. Like you don't go to a car lot and, and, and just walk into a car. They need your license. They, sure. they, in some places, if it's a nice dealership, they might want to credit a soft pull. They might sure. be like, oh, you're not getting in that Mercedes, you know? Absolutely. Getting, you know, so, yeah. yeah. That's key. I mean, anyone wants to get pre-approved. I mean, I feel like that's the most important part of the process because now you know your buying power. You also know your monthly payment because, you know, even if you qualify in paper, if the payment doesn't make sense, then you know maybe you you change your approach or maybe you go multifamily versus single. These are things you wouldn't know until you actually start the process. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Paul. Good stuff. So look, if you have any questions at all for Paul, please feel free to uh, go ahead and Google Paul Salcone North Point Bank. You're going to go ahead and see all of his uh, contact info pop up. But also, you can call him direct as well at four zero one. 419-9291, 401-419-9291. Paul, help you out with whatever situation um, you're looking to do. It might be a 
first time buy, you might want to purchase a new house. Maybe you're upsizing, downsizing, and I can help you with the purchase and the sale of homes as well too. Uh, Paul and I team up and we're happy to be here for you. So Paul, great stuff. Appreciate you being here on the show talking about- Thank you again. Appreciate Emilio. You're very welcome. Good stuff. All right. Awesome. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here in a couple of moments on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by North Point Bank. Good morning. Welcome to the program. My name is Emilio Despirito and this is your show all about real estate, but real estate is also community, right? It's all about what's happening around us, why people are coming to Rhode Island, what Rhode Island has to offer. And I got to tell you, it's just for such a small place, we have so many wonderful resources. And one of those resources is Bradley Hospital. And we've got three really fantastic people on the line with us today. I'm really excited to introduce these women. Um, they make a powerhouse team. We've got a great event we want to talk about as well, a gala. We're going to talk about that next segment, so stay tuned. But first, we're going to learn a little bit more about who our guests are and what Bradley Hospital uh, does for our community here in Rhode Island. So I'd like to introduce Dr. Karen Horowitz. She's the Chief Medical Officer at Bradley Hospital and the Director of Child Outpatient Psychiatry for Lifespan. Uh, also, uh, Amanda Pelletier, she is the Clinical Director, Adolescent Residential Programs uh, over at Bradley Hospital, and Ann Morton-Smith, Chief Development Officer over at Bradley Hospital. So we got quite the lineup. Welcome to the program, ladies. Thank you. Good You're morning. very welcome. Very welcome. Honored to have you on here. So um, let's talk a little bit about, for our listeners that might not be familiar with Bradley Hospital, what it does what you do there, the level of care, and uh, and and really what you provide to the community. So um, who would like to take this? Who's Bradley Hospital? What do you guys do? I'm sure I'm happy to let you know about Bradley Hospital. So, um, you know, I would say that Bradley Hospital is much more than a hospital. Um, we do have patients that, um, you know, require inpatient psychiatric treatment and we have 70 inpatient beds. But in addition to that, we help care for kids um, in the community. So our real goal is to keep children functioning as well as possible in their home environments for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So we provide outpatient treatment. We provide partial treatment, which is where kids need something between a hospital and being at home. And we provide inpatient treatment. Um, and our goal really, like I said, is to keep kids functioning as well as possible with their families. That's amazing. And I'm sure, you know, now there's there's just a lot more challenges out there. There's a lot going on, more access to information. Everybody like kind of like web MDs, everything. And I don't know if 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 uh, psychiatry things pop up on there, but I mean, I'm sure you have a, a lot of challenges that you're dealing with. So Bradley Hospital now, I know it's it's the nation's uh, first psychiatric hospital, which is pretty wild. It happened here in Rhode Island um, and a member of Lifespan Health System and also uh, part of uh, Brown University, right? The Warren Alpert Medical School at Brown University. So that's great because you have an incubator of talent that's constantly coming in. And what a wonderful thing we have here. Everybody talks about the brain drain in Rhode Island, but you guys are leveraging this and that makes me really happy to see. Yeah, we do um, a lot of training of all different levels of, you know, 
psychology, we have psychology students, psychiatry, child psychiatry, and we also have quite a bit of research um, that we're doing here as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So research on top of that. Uh So now, so obviously um, the Bradley Hospital is a non, not-for-profit, correct? Uh Okay. So um, where do you, where do you guys get your, your funding? Like how, how does that come in? Does it come in from Brown University? Is it coming from donors? Where, how do you, how do you keep the lights on? Well, I mean, primarily, you know, we're, we're fortunate first of all, to be a part of lifespan, um, you know, but, uh, uh, the other funding is that we, t- we see children, um, all children in the state, irregardless of what insurance they have. We're fortunate in the state of Rhode Island that most children are insured, Mm-hmm. And so we um, accept insurance uh, as payment for the services that we provide. Um, you know, we do also have three freestanding schools and many classrooms um, throughout the state. So that's sort of a separate, you know, line of business that's paid for, you know, through the through the education realm, but primarily for the kids that we're providing treatment for, um, that's primarily through um that's primarily through insurance. And Anne can speak to you more about development. Yeah, Anne, do you want to touch on that? Absolutely. So as Karen said, we are very proud to be able to offer our services to every child because we uh, we accept insurance. And there are psychiatric services in many uh, places in Rhode Island and outside of Rhode Island that do not Uh, accept insurance. So um, we really are all about access. To make that possible, we do receive support from individual donors, from foundations, and corporate supporters who allow us to do that. Because as you've probably heard for a very long time, um, while there's supposed to be parity with insurance reimbursement for psychiatric care, as just as it is with um, medical care, it's not always true. And there are many of our services that are under reimbursed, mm-hmm. in which case, so the contributions from donors allow us to make sure everyone gets the care that they need. Wow, that's amazing. And I mean, the, the bills start to stack up anytime somebody has any kind of medical situations. We know that there's a lot of causes out there that help with co-payments or this or that. And um, the fact of the matter that you're doing, it sounds like you're doing a lot of this in-house. You're sourcing and you're helping these folks that are coming in-house to find a way to make sure that they get treatment, that they get help. That's a really wonderful thing. That's great. And I, I can't agree more. We have beyond, you know, just the basic support for the hospital and the work that we do throughout. Um, we have many specific programs that are either designed to help support families to make sure that they can get here and all kinds of ancillary programs that um, sort of boost the effectiveness of the programs that we have just mm-hmm. to make them that much better. That's fantastic. And I see your background uh, on on Zoom right now. And I love it because that represents what we're going to talk about next segment, Bravo Bradley, and what a fantastic event 
It's a wonderful gala. So for our listeners, we want you to stay tuned after this segment. We're going to talk about how you can give back, how you can help this cause at Bradley Hospital. And on the line with us, we have three fantastic women. We've got uh, Karen Horowitz, Dr. Karen Horowitz, Chief Medical Officer at Bradley Hospital and Director of Child Outpatient Psychiatry for Lifespan. Also, Amanda Pelletier. She's the Clinical Director, Adolescent Residential Programs at uh, Bradley Hospital. And Anne-Marie uh, I'm sorry, in Morton Smith, Chief Development Officer over at Bradley Hospital. Fantastic. So is there anything else, um, Amanda, we haven't heard from you yet. So you can you tell us a little bit about what you handle over at Bradley? Sure. Uh, so yes, I'm the clinical director for our adolescent residential programs. Um, and today I want to talk a little specifically about the Bradley Center. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bradley Center, you know, most people think of East Providence where uh, the hospital is located. The Bradley Center is actually located in Cranston. Um, and we are an offsite residential and an acute residential program uh, for teens, both mm-hmm. uh, boys and girls. Um, and uh, you know, to, we offer a little bit more time in a less acute setting. So for teens who don't necessarily need the inpatient setting, but do still need a little bit more time to kind of work and address, um, the issues that brought them, you know, to a crisis point, and it gives them some more time to work with their families in this setting. Well, that's pretty amazing. So if, if there's somebody that, you know, that, that needs your services or, or wants to inquire, uh, about Bradley Hospital, what's the best way for them to reach out? Is they I mean, go the, really the best, the best way for families is to call KidsLink, um, which is a phone number that we have that would help connect uh, families who have, you know, an urgent or are even just looking for what do they need to, you know, what kind of help is there for their child? Does their child need help? Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, there's the number 855 K-I-D-L-I-N-K. Oh, that's um, fantastic. Good yeah. stuff. 855-K-I-D-L-I-N-K. Great stuff. Now, one of the greatest things about living in Rhode Island is the strength of the healthcare options that we all have so close to home. And it may surprise some to learn that the country's first psychiatric hospital, as I mentioned earlier, devoted entirely to children is right here in East Providence. You know, for those who may seem unfamiliar, what makes Bradley Hospital so unique? Well, I think just what you said, that we're an entire, you know, um, hospital and even offside off of the campus devoted solely to children and families uh, mm-hmm. and supporting their mental health. And I think that makes us very unique. And even though we may be Um, a small state, you know, when we travel, if you were to travel around the country, you would be hard pressed to find anywhere that offers the breadth and depth of services at the level that we do. That's pretty amazing. Now, what has the impact of, uh, of the, the, the pandemic? I mean, we've gone through this, uh, you know, it's, it's impacted everybody mentally Uh, on children's mental health. I mean, what are you seeing as a result of the past few years? Well, I think, you know, we had a children's mental health crisis that preceded COVID and COVID just added additional stress to children and families. You know, as we know, family stress impacts children Mm -hmm. and it impacted children at important stages in their development. 
Um, and so we're seeing a pretty powerful impact of that. We have increased rates of depression, increased rates of anxiety, and we have you know little children entering schools that didn't have the opportunity to develop certain kinds of basic skills that they're now having to learn um, you know, in the school setting. So teachers are really challenged with kids that are less prepared to be entering um, a social setting. So in addition to needing to address academics, they're needing to also address sort of their social emotional um, issues. Wow. And you, you have quite the work cut out for you, I'm sure. So um, now I know I know that you're working on the REACH initiative in East Greenwich. You got a program in East Greenwich now, and it's almost impossible these days to turn on the news without hearing about children's mental health issues. It seems that there are more kids needing help uh, in these programs and need these programs um, than ever before. So how is Bradley Hospital meeting such a high need? Doctor? Well, I mean, you did you did touch on, we have um, a few different programs. We've been able to expand our programs, which, um, you know, we feel very fortunate to be able to do. Um, so we have Bradley Reach, which is um, where we are bringing some virtual partial hospital programs to um, areas around the country that mm -hmm. do not have services to meet that level of care um, for their community. So we're sort of taking what were are some of our expertise and bringing it to other parts of the country through virtual treatment. Um, in addition, we are expanding. We have a children's partial hospital program that we just opened in East Greenwich. Mm -hmm. um, we also have yes. the uh, Bradley Learning Exchange, which is literally um, reaching tens of thousands of people, not just in Rhode Island, but around the country and even around the world to teach about suicide prevention, mental health first aid, mm -hmm. trauma-informed care in all different types of settings. And this is not just for mental health providers. This is for first responders, for teachers, for schools. Um, and um, you know, we're, we're sort of doing our best to make mental health and caring for people with mental health issues just part of the fabric of society. That's fantastic. And you guys, again, are doing a wonderful job over there. It's obvious with, with everything I'm seeing here, with the notes that I got before our interview, you're very thorough and much appreciated. Amanda, Amanda Pelletier, this one is uh, is going towards you. So another way Bradley Hospital meets youth where they are and in response to their treatment needs is the Bradley Center. And this is also the beneficiary of the hospital's up and coming gala, which I'm excited to talk about in a couple moments. But Amanda, can you tell us about the Bradley Center? And I know you touched on it a little bit before, but why it's such an important part of the hospital's continuum of care? Sure. The mm -hmm. Bradley Center, um, like I said before, it offers a little bit more time. So kids and families present to us and often to the hospital or to the local emergency department um, in a mental health crisis. And as Dr. Harwitz mentioned earlier, you know, it's really important that we get kids in the least restrictive setting as possible. So while we don't always want everybody on an inpatient unit, sometimes teens, especially in this day and age with all this information coming at them, need to turn the volume down on life. And the Bradley Center offers the space to do that. So they come, they continue their treatment, um, we offer cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical baby, uh, behavior therapy, uh, 
for teens and their families. So it's really important for us to get them back on track. Wow. That's great. Thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate that. Hey, to our listeners, we want you to stay tuned because we're going to be right back here with these three special ladies. And we're talking about Bradley Hospital. We're talking about the benefits that Bradley Hospital gives to our community here in Rhode Island and also the up and coming Bravo Bradley uh, Gala. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, streaming everywhere on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Be right back. All right. Welcome back to the program. You know what? I love switching it up. And sometimes I don't have to talk about real estate because it seems that's all I talk about. We get to talk about the community and wonderful people, wonderful professionals and people that are making an impact in our community. I'm very proud today to welcome Dr. Karen Horowitz, the chief medical officer of Bradley Hospital with us today. She's also the director of child outpatient psychiatry for lifespan welcome back to the show doctor i'd also like to welcome amanda pelletier uh the clinical director and adolescent residential programs bradley hospital i also see an acronym here l-i-c-s-w i didn't want to not say that i don't know what it means but i didn't want to not say that for you in and also uh i'm sorry that was amanda and also ann morton smith Chief Development Officer of Bradley Hospital. Wow, I got some pretty prominent titles on this show today. I feel really honored to have you ladies here with us. And I'm really excited because we get to promote the Bravo Bradley Gala, which seems like such a beautiful event. It's happening June 9th. Amanda, are there still tickets available for this or did you sell out? Well, I there's still our tickets. I'll let Ann take that. Oh, oh, Ann. Okay. So. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are tickets still available. Um, there's information and uh, you can purchase tickets online or simply make a contribution at uh, bravobradley.org. Okay. Uh, we do create a special um, website just for our annual gala. And as you said, it's on June 9th, it is at the stunning Mount Hope Farm in Bristol under a tent. Our theme is reaching for the stars because we believe that all children should be able to reach for the stars. They should feel confident enough to reach for the stars that that will make their futures what they want them to be. So um, we generally expect around 400 people to come to this fantastic event. Um there's, uh, you know, cocktails and a program and dancing and a water view. And it's just an extraordinary experience with a group of people who are incredibly passionate about our children and ensuring that their mental health is supported in the way it needs to be. That's fantastic. And I also see Russell Moore in catering which is pretty good. I hear they throw a really nice uh, event and have some fantastic food. So this is something that you do not want to miss. And if you can't be there, you can still give, okay? And I urge you, if you're gonna give 100, try to give 500. And I know that's a lot, but everything you give back to the community compounds and gives you more and more and more back. We really gotta help our community, gotta help the children. That's fantastic. Great cause, ladies. Um, so. And thank you for sharing that over with us. So the Bravo Bradley event uh, on June 9th, this supports the Bradley Center, right? Uh, Amanda, can you talk about that a little bit and where the proceeds are going to and how this helps our community? Sure. 
We uh, so we have a great place. We have a fantastic team that deve- that delivers amazing top notch treatment to our teens and their families. Um, and we need a makeover. Uh, the physical environment is is old and dated, and it you know is really in need of a of some loving care. And you know, an event like this allows us to kind of put reach for the stars for ourselves, put our mm-hmm. best foot forward. You know. To, I think we all learned in the pandemic when we redid our houses, right, that you need a, a, a space and a sanctuary space to help feel better. And so when we're helping teens and families in this difficult time, the, their physical surroundings are really important. So we want our physical environment to match the work we do. Well said. Perfect. Now, do you have a goal? Do you have a goal? Does Bradley Hospital have a goal on the amount of money that you would like to raise at this gala? And in more instructive, shaking her head. Yes. What is it? What's that? We do uh, a million dollars. A million dollars. Okay. Yep. We, we went over a million dollars with last year's event, which we are super proud of mm-hmm. and we need to do it again. Okay. Uh, we can do that. Not only does, um, does the event support the Bradley center in yeah. a specific portion of our auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also supports the overall hospital, as we were talking about earlier, about all the programs that we offer on an insurance reimbursement um, model that are not fully supported that way. So what we need to do is raise funds for the hospital, and we are wholly committed to giving the Bradley Center that makeover that it needs so that when kids who are in uh, a very anxious state arrive at the Bradley Center are able to calm themselves and feel well supported right from the get-go so they can get to work and get better. Wow, that's amazing. What a wonderful thing. Like, how can somebody not support that cause? So for our listeners on air right now, if you can't make the gala, we have a spot where you can donate, where you can give back, and do you, do you have you have a website? I would imagine that we can. I can put it right share. in the chat. Perfect. Um, I'll go ahead and announce that in a second. I'm going to share the website. Get your pen. Get your paper out. Write this down, please. Go online. It's www.bravobradley.org, and you can go ahead and donate there. We need to hit a million dollars. We have to do this. We have to. We have to crush that million dollars. We got to bring this money in. We got to help these folks who are taking their time here to give back to our community and provide such wonderful and necessary services for our kids. Um, We got to do this. So anything you can do is appreciated. And I assure you, whatever you give is going to have compounding benefits and effects that always come back and uh, help you and everybody else around us. So again, it's bravobradley.org. Make sure you go ahead and, and reach out. And again, if it's $5, $5 for the 100, 100, 500, 1,000, no limit to what you can give and no limit to how little you can give to. Whatever you can do helps. We have a, a really terrific online auction that's Ooh. part of this event. I mean, there's a big live auction during the evening where you can bid on dinner, champagne dinner for 10 on the roof deck of Matunic Oyster Bar. Wow. Where that's quite you, the place. <laughs> where you can go to dinner in New York for and uh, have the premiere of a new movie with Bill Horberg, who is the executive producer of The Queen's Gambit. 
that's pretty exciting. We have an extraordinary sports package. We have um, courtside seats at the Celtics and dinner with an owner. We have Pats tickets that are out of this world. Um, we have Yankees tickets. We have Orioles tickets. Some of these items are on oh, Orioles Red Sox tickets. Some of these items are available only that night, and some of them are available online. So you're going to want to do that. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, ladies, for jumping on the show. Again, Dr. Karen Horowitz, with Chief, the Chief Medical Officer at Bradley Hospital, uh, Amanda Pelletier, Clinical Director, Adolescent residential programs over at Bradley Hospital, and Ann Morton-Smith, the Chief Development Officer at Bradley Hospital. Again, honored that uh, you ladies came on the show today. I'm proud to be able to help you push this good news out there. And again, for our listeners, bravobradley.org. Support this. Give if you can. And, um, and wonderful stuff. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Emilio. It's we our really appreciate you. Awesome. Good stuff. Awesome. Stay tuned, guys. We got RhodeIslandBlogger.com jumping on. We're talking about the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. Stay tuned. I'll be right back in a couple of moments. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. On the line with us, we've got Jennifer Jaber with RIBlogger.com. RIBlogger is the best place in Rhode Island to go to find out what the hottest events are, what's happening out there. There's free events. There's restaurants. There's tons of things to do for the kids, for date night, for the family, whatever it is you're looking to do. Check it all out, riblogger.com. Jennifer, welcome back. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So what do we got? We got the top five events happening. What do we got? So Saturday, June 3rd, is the Gatsby Day Fireworks Extravaganza, which kind of kicks off fireworks season. Um, it's at Narragansett Parkway in Warwick. You can enjoy a beautiful firework display stretched across the night sky um, set above Narragansett Bay. The show lasts approximately 30 minutes, and there'll also be food vendors, entertainment, and much more. So, again, that's a great family, date night, friend night, anything. Um, Saturdays from Memorial Day through Labor Day, so there's a lot of Saturdays to take advantage of this, is the, Fe the Federal Hill Association will be hosting Alfresco on the Hill. Um, and it features about 25 restaurants setting up on the street, on-street dining within closed sections. Um, and reservations are obviously strongly recommended for that. Saturday, June 3rd, is the Food Trucks Family Fun Day at Rocky Point Park from 10 a.m. to 3.30. Um, it's a fun-filled day where you can shop from local businesses, enjoy lunch from one of the food trucks, and listen to the local bands, bring a blanket, bring a chair, and just get comfortable and spend the day there. Yeah. Um, My Way, a musical tribute to Frank Sinatra, is at the stadium theater, I'm sorry, at the Theater by the Sea, um, the show will go until June 11th, so you have a little bit of time to get there. You can celebrate the pivotal moments of Sinatra's remarkable five-decade career um, with a journey through his greatest hits. Four performers will sing more than 50 classics, so they'll be transported back in time with just a you know a classic show. And the Theater by the Sea is you know right on the beach. It's just an absolutely beautiful place to be. So I highly recommend if you can't make it to that show, just finding um, another show or just you know stopping down there. It's beautiful. Last but not least, Thursday, June 1st, the Animal Rescue Rhode Island uh, Beach Bash is at Galilee Beach Club in Narragansett from 6 to 10 p.m. The event features music by Salty, a delicious barbecue buffet, appetizers, a welcome cocktail, a raffle, auction packages, um, and there's a cash bar available, and obviously proceeds benefit the Animal Rescue RI, and you can get your tickets at animalrescueri.org, and this event sells out, so definitely recommend getting your tickets as soon as possible. 
And that is our top five for June. I can't believe it. <laughs> Fantastic. It goes by quick. And yeah, six months in already. It's uh, pretty crazy. This this uh, year is just going by very quickly. So make sure you take time to relax and go out and check out all the events on riblogger.com. And if you're a local business, you're going to want to make sure to uh, leverage the power of RI Blogger and the reach that it can bring and the amount of people it can bring into your business. Check it all out, riblogger.com. Jennifer, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great week. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Really great program today. I'd like to thank Paul Salcone with North Point Bank for coming on talking about first-time buyers. What a great program. You got to reach out to Paul. He's a fantastic resource. I'd also like to thank Andrew Meehan, our uh, our producer here from iHeartRadio for making this show happen. AJ behind the scenes, making the videos and social media posts. Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. And we also had some special guests on from the Bradley Hospital today, and they were talking about their gala that is up and coming on June 9th, the Bravo Bradley Gala. It's absolutely fantastic, wonderful cause. Please support that. We had Karen Horowitz, uh, MD, Chief Medical Officer at Bradley Hospital, Amanda Pelletier, Clinical Director and Adolescent Residential Programs with Bradley Hospital, and Ann Morton-Smith, the Chief Development Officer at Bradley Hospital, on with us to talk about the cause and how uh, the gala benefits it. So again, you can check that all out. Uh, wonderful stuff. Just Google Bravo Bradley, and uh, you can see more. You can donate there. So thanks so much for jumping on with us. If you have any questions for me, 401 359 2338 or homevalue401.com. We'll see you later. Thank you so much. I'm Emilio Despirito signing off. God bless you.